0: All right, so just as a warning, this podcast isn't going to have the best audio, but it's okay, you can hear me. <laughs> I actually, this is the first one I thought I would just do like a, an impromptu trial with the both video podcasting so I can put it on my YouTube channel and have me there on video. But the problem with that is that my Yeti mic broke, The probably well, actually, on Friday, so like the day before I recorded, and the mic I was using, I thought all along was sounding great, and it wasn't. (laughs) So, um, that aside, this podcast episode is about being an empty nester, fresh, empty nester. And when I say fresh, that's freshly um, without any of our children in our home, and fresh as far as open raw feeling and change and everything's feeling very um, vulnerable let's just say everything's at the surface everything's outside of me you know all those feelings are sort of just pouring out and I don't care if it sounds like crap I just wanted to share this with you so I hope you enjoy this episode Welcome to the Family Health Revolution Podcast with Coach Carla Atherton, where she discovers, uncovers, explores, and reveals the secrets to true family health and wellness. All right. So... I've decided that I'm going to try to do some of my podcasts with video. and I didn't want to do video because I'm on a lot <laughs> on Zoom. and you see how there's light shining on my glasses. and I don't want to fiddle with a bunch of uh, uh, video things and cutting and um, you know, managing all that part of it. I don't want to wear a nice shirt because I only have three, <laughs> and they're all t-shirts. But you know, I figured it's kind of nice to see people sometimes. So I had a shower, I put on a little bit of lip balm, and here I am. <laughs> and uh, the reason why I wanted to do that is because it's—it's it's just sometimes it's really nice to see people. Of course. Yesterday, my Yeti mic broke, so now I have to use this giant headset. And uh, But the mic sounds pretty decent, so I think we're going to do okay. Um, this week has been very trying. And uh, I don't mean necessarily in a bad way. Like, I don't even categorize how I feel as bad or good anymore, which has been really interesting. It's been such an interesting shift, Um, but it's been very challenging and it's been very uncomfortable. So I would say that probably the biggest things in life that you could think of, your security, your stability, your finances, your home, your children, your family. Um, Actually, health has been pretty good. But all of those other things, your uh, transportation, your future, all of those things uh, this week have been uncertain in in our family. So it's been really (laughs) interesting. And at the beginning of the week, my daughters well, two of my children, are, our children are already on their own, but not for that long. And one of them kind of went in and out and the other one just moved to the city a few months ago because she got a, a, a job and we're, all, we're 45 minutes away. So that's just not practical. Um, and then, but she's been out for a little bit, but we're still transitioning that. And then the youngest uh, moved out on Monday and the girls now live together. And our son lives not far away from them. And uh, that was rough. <laughs> I'm one of those moms that I'm very, we're very close. I'm very close to my children. I make it, it's a it's, it's high priority that I check in with them all the time. I like to think that I'm less of a helicopter mom than a hummingbird mom. And really actually kind of cool thing is that when I was just outside about 10 minutes ago, actually trying to do a reel for the first time on Instagram, because I have to get out there. I have about 10 followers and I run a business. That's not good. Um, and I'm trying to get out there a little more in that capacity. And there was a hummingbird that flew right beside me as I was talking about maybe leaving our home and, uh, all that stuff that comes with that, that we built this place from the ground up with our bare hands, you know, and then this hummingbird comes along and I'm thinking, is that, uh, it's beautiful and it, it, it made me pause, but hummingbirds I think mean safe travels, safe travels, and I don't want to go anywhere, <laughs> so I'm going to look that up after I'm done recording this, but Um, My point, though, today, and what I want to talk about is this whole transition into the empty nest. Oh, and I'm talking about a hummingbird uh, and nests and birds. But um, and actually, ironically enough, our youngest, the one that just moved out of the official last one to move out, uh, she I always call her a bird because She likes to be really high. So she always climbs out her window onto the roof. And so she likes to be, she doesn't like to be down in a basement. She likes lots of sun and light and she likes that the sun wakes her up. And so I always called her my bird. So anyway, I digress. This is a, this is a podcast full of digression, (laughs) I guess, but, um, Coming back to the whole concept of of emptiness, um, I don't feel like I don't have anything now that my children are aren't here. I actually know that I'm very full, and I've always had my own purpose and my own interests and my own um, sense of self, my time to myself. I've always taken care of myself, even though sometimes I've been really trying. And of course, you know, your children come first. Actually, my, my children still come first. I, I, I advocate for um, self-care, but not self-sacrifice and not, um, not necessarily where, you know, I'm just taking care of myself and nobody else. I, I, it's, a, it's a simultaneous thing. But I wrote this poem one time that I, to my daughter, and I said, I'll never be that old woman, you know, sad and waiting for her children to come back. Um, I'll be in the garden. I'll be, you know, puttering around. I'll be doing my work. And when you come, it will be because you chose to, and we'll go have a nice cup of tea. And that's how I still see it, Yep." excuse me, <clears throat> choking on my own spit, um, yet, at the same time, I, it was like ripping my heart out, it ripped my heart out, like, it ripped my heart, because they are my heart, and it's not because I have to be with them, and it's not because they define me, but they are me, they're pieces of me, and I want to be with them those are the people I choose to spend my time with so I look over at the kitchen table where my daughter spent the last year writing her book and she's not there and (laughs) I look up in her room she's not there and I go downstairs and that one's not there either (laughs) so it's tough and I go upstairs and well my son's most of his stuff's there (laughs) and his bed's still not made because he didn't take it yet but (laughs) there's absence there so i just want to say what i want to say about that is that it's okay to miss them and these feelings are not bad they just are and i am highly portable i am hyper independent and i got a car if i got wheels i'll just go and i'll go see them and they'll come see me but i just wanted to share that for anybody else who is experiencing that or has experienced that and i want to reiterate or i want to um just say that i cherished every bloody moment even the bad ones that we would consider bad, the trying times, even consciously, consciously cherish those times because I knew that this day was going to come fast. But at the same time, this day is a transition because we go through endings, beginnings, endings, beginnings, all throughout life. And an ending is never the end. It's actually the catalyst for something else, for a new beginning, for something else to create. So as my child, children have been what people say now, adulting, um, individuating, you know, coming into their adult selves and in their own lives. Um, I'm enjoying that transition too. I'm Raising myself as Naomi Aldart would say, I'm raising myself, not my children. And uh, I'm enjoying how those relationships are evolving, even if it's not always comfortable. And even if we can mourn what we no longer have, um, I don't want more babies. <laughs> I kind of like I kind of want my my own babies, <laughs> but I also want them at one year old, and I want them at two years old, and I want them at three. So, um, but I cherish every single memory that I have with them, and I am looking forward to every one of those memories that are coming. Um, I was going to share a poem with you. But I forgot to pull it up on my screen, and so I don't remember it off by heart, and I'm not going to stop this recording to do that. Actually, maybe I will. I'm going to pull it up, so hang tight. All right, right, that's cool. It says recording in progress. I'm just going to keep going. Um, I know this is a podcast, but I'm not exactly a conventional person. I just kind of do what I want and create what I want. So I'm going to actually share my screen for those of you who are watching the video version um, of this poem because I tend to, I sort of sometimes make visuals of the things I create. It's like this impulse I have to make something look beautiful along with the words. So I'll just read it to you to end this podcast. And um, it's just a mother's Um, this mother's lament after the last child moved away, and I'm going to be okay tomorrow. (laughs) It's called, A Mother the Morning After Moving Day. I knew this day was coming, but plead with the universe anyway. Please slow it down. It's too soon. We're not done with that chapter. The countdown began, last hug, last supper, last walk, last time shopping at the health food store, last box packed with your art, your gear, your books full of stories. My nest is empty lifeless rooms, an unmade bed, the earrings meant to return to me, a few abandoned pictures, a small declaration to remind us that they were here, in this home we built only for them. I said I'd never be that sad woman wanting for her kids to come home, but that was the mother of all lies. There's a hole where my heart was because they're not here. Go, I say, go, but please don't leave. All right, so I always wanna leave with an uplifting message. And I think that message really just is this is life and it's still beautiful and i my daughter and i we cried actually for weeks before she left like every once in a while we would just go like cheer up and um that was okay that was okay every moment was beautiful and it will be beautiful every moment to come so i hope you enjoyed this episode and uh this session And I will see you next time. This podcast is sponsored by the Healthy Family Formula, which essentially means that we share our information for free. All we ask is that before you move on to the next 100 things on your to-do list for today, take what you learn and instead of waiting until Monday, January 1st, or any other arbitrary date in the future, act on it now. Buy that new food, start that new routine, shift into that healthier habit. The little steps steadily move you past the miles you leave behind you. For more information about anything related to family health, do pick up my book and check out our newsletter, blog, individual and group coaching programs, and practitioner training program at healthyfamilyformula.com. And you can also like our Facebook page, facebook.com healthyfamilyformula. You can find us on Instagram at HFF underscore Revolution and also on Clubhouse at Empowered Family. Please note that Family Health Revolution podcast is not a source for diagnosis or medical treatment, but is the opinion of the host. This podcast is intended to empower people with information so they can make the best health decisions for themselves. It is up to each person to listen to their inner wisdom, consider the information they deem to be accurate and applicable to their individual situation, and consult with their trusted healthcare providers if they so choose when making any decisions regarding their own health or the health of their loved ones. Each person's health is their own responsibility.